Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Helena Hart. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Mike Goldstein, again, my very good friend and fellow coach who also has the highest success rate in the entire country for getting his clients into relationships. Welcome, Mike. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Helena. It's so nice to be here with you. We always have so much fun talking about these topics. I actually polled my audience recently, and this is the number one thing that people said they wanted to learn more about, and that is what a man is thinking when he's not contacting you. This is something that can create a lot of anxiety. We've all been there in dating and relationships, right? Mike, do you get this question from women as well? Yeah, and I want women to know they're not alone. Like I've felt anxious when I don't hear from a woman as well, so this is a, a big problem that we need to solve today. Absolutely. And we're broadcasting this episode live on Bullhorn today, by the way. So if you're listening live, say hi in the chat. Let us know if you have any questions and we can get to those at the end. And Mike, before we get started, I know you're opening up another round of free strategy sessions for people who are interested in private coaching from one or both of us, right? Do you want to say anything about that before we get started? Yeah, I mean, we're about to come into like the number one time for online dating. Um, the first Friday after New Year's in January is literally the most people doing online dating, you know, related to the gym membership. Everyone signs up for the gym in January. Well, everyone signs up for online dating uh, at the very beginning of January. So we're about to onboard a lot of people. Um, so if you get in here now, it would be helpful for us so you can kind of beat the rush. But yeah, uh, Helena and I, as well as the rest of the, the coaches on our team are, are looking to uh, onboard new clients. So if you're thinking like, man, I am dying to find my man and I'm ready to roll, I'm ready to put in the effort, then we're here to hold your hand and, and make sure we get the job done. Absolutely. So that will be the first link in the description or episode details. If you're listening to the replay of this, if you're listening live, that will be in the episode details right now. If you want to go book a call with Mike, if you're interested in private coaching from one or both of us. Okay. I see some people joining. So let's dive into this topic, Mike. We're going to share five reasons why a man might not be contacting you right now, or five things he may be thinking, right? So you want to get started with that first one? Yeah. So the first one, Helena is maybe he just got busy with something. It's important to remember that men are are single 
focused. And, you know, some women are like this too. You know, this incident literally just showed up for me. So this happens to men too. Um, Helena, I just spent, as you know, a week uh, with a woman in San Diego. And mm -hmm. so we ended our week together on Sunday. We went our separate ways. And then we like basically barely spoke until Thursday. And then this Thursday happens to be Thanksgiving. So, you know, that was one, two, three, four days of like, you know, a little bit of texting, no phone calls after just spending a week and building this very intimate connection. And it was making me feel very, you know, anxious about like, you know, where is this headed and all that stuff that comes up. Um, but we're going to talk about what I needed to do and what you can do when you're feeling anxiety and wondering what's happening with the partnership, especially one that feels really right and really good. But that's a possible reason is just someone gets single focused on something. And so the reality of the matter is with her, um, you know, she just onboarded 15 new clients. She had a friend come and stay with her for Thanksgiving week and had family. So she was just busy. So there's no real reason to be anxious, but, you know, I could have sabotaged if I would have done something or, or lashed out at her because I wasn't hearing from her. Does that all make sense, Helena? Yeah, I'm so glad you shared that story. I was going to mention this can happen with both men and women. As you know, my audience here on my podcast is mostly women. So the language we use often reflects that. But this may be helpful for some of the guys listening too. It's just something that happens all the time, especially men. As you mentioned, they're single focused. So if he's busy with work or something like that, it's not that he forgot about you or that he doesn't care about you often if he falls into this first category. So it's really important to keep that in mind before leaning forward and doing something that might sabotage a budding connection. Right, Mike? Yeah, that's so perfect. We don't want to sabotage. <laughs> Great. So what's the second reason that a man might not be contacting you right now? So something outside of the relationship may have happened and he's feeling vulnerable. You know, the, the, a, a very large difference for men and, and some women too, but Men really do not want to show weakness, especially in a new budding relationship or even one that's been going on for a while. He feels like if he shows weakness, she's just going to leave him. And this is, a, you know, wrong. That's not true. But men have this conception that they always need to show strength. And it got, you know, reinforced their whole adult life. Um, you know, not that I've been in corporate a while, but I remember when I was in corporate, you never brought a problem to your boss. Instead, once you figured out a solution, you could then provide the solution to your boss because you didn't want to put extra on his plate. Well, the same thing is in, in partnership. Well, I don't want to put my problems on you and I don't want to show you that I'm weak and that I can't solve it and that I'm vulnerable. Instead, you know, maybe I'll share with you once I've figured this whole thing out for me. Does that make sense? Definitely, especially in new relationships or potential relationships where maybe you haven't built that strong of a connection yet. A man isn't just going to come to you with all of his insecurities and fears or problems if he's going through something. Now, of course, I do want to mention that we're definitely not making excuses for men here. If a man is constantly pulling away or dropping off or if he's back and forth or inconsistent, obviously, we would want you to drop that guy and move on, right? But this is for men who are generally consistent or women for all the guys listening and things have been moving forward and maybe you don't hear from him for a day or two and you start to get anxious. This could potentially be something that's happening, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, we're going to talk more at the end of this, but yeah, if you're not happy with the treatment, you always have the right to remove yourself from the partnership. Um, but these are right now we're just offering, you know, possible reasons why he's disappearing or not contacting you. Definitely. Some of these other reasons are going to be more of red flags as we get into some of these. So let's move into number three. What's the third thing a man might be thinking if he's not contacting you? So this one's not as common, but possible. Um, you do something that bothered him and he wants some time to think about it. The most important piece here, ladies, is, I mean, what's so beautiful about women is that when problems come up, they're really good at looking inside themselves and saying, what was my role in this? That's not really what I'm looking for most of the time. I think you ladies are really good at doing that. So I don't want you to blame yourself. A lot of the time when he disappears, frankly, like 98% of the time, it's it's something he's dealing with and some problem he's having. So don't blame yourself. But this is a possible option. So true. I love that you mentioned that. And I don't want women to go rummaging around looking for something that they may have done wrong or <laughs> may have said wrong that pushed him away. If you don't know off the top of your head very easily, like, oh, we had an argument and now I haven't heard from him in two days. He must be taking some time to think about it. Or maybe I said something that bothered him. If you don't know what it is, don't go looking for something that it may have been. Because I know a lot of women in this situation have this urge to want to fix things. And that's when they lean forward and apologize for things they didn't even do <laughs> and everything else that will push him further and further away. So if it wasn't a fight or an argument, or if you can't know right off the top of your head what it was you said or did that may have bothered him, you probably don't fall into this category. And like Mike said, this is a very, very small percentage of situations, but it does happen. And we do hear about this all the time. So we wanted to include that one. Is there anything else you want to say about number three? Or are we ready to move into number four? That was, you're a genius. What you just said was like gold. That's all I want to say. Oh, awesome. I'm glad you agree with that. Yeah. I love getting a man's perspective on that. That's definitely something I see all the time. So, all right, let's move into number four. What's the fourth thing a man may be thinking or doing when he's not contacting you? Yeah. So he's trying to manipulate you. And this is like red flag, red flag, red flag. This is like when a player, a player knows how to deal with women that maybe are an anxious attachment style, or maybe don't fully have self-confidence. And what he does is he just doesn't reach out to you. And he knows that anxiety is going to get the best of you and you're going to reach out. Maybe you're going to lash out, whatever. And he's dealt with this enough times where he knows he can recover from the lash out. He can apologize. And he knows that if he's caused emotion in you where you're lashing out, that emotion triggers to him, oh, this one likes me. And I can you know, pull the rope and I can manipulate this any way I want. So if he's doing that, just player alert, red flag, maybe remove yourself from this situation. A guy that wants to manipulate that is just trying to see what emotion he can trigger, that's so unhealthy. That's not partnership. That's not a good boyfriend. That's not a good husband. That's not a good father where this like, ugh, just disgusting. 
I completely agree. So don't try to play the game back. Don't ignore him to try to make him feel something. Just get rid of that guy, drop him and move on in a situation like that, I think is what I'm hearing you say. Right. And I would agree with that. Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. Okay. I think that's really important. It happens all the time as well. And number five, I think is maybe one of the most common reasons a man might not be contacting you, especially if he hasn't contacted you in a really long time. So do you want to move into that last one, Mike? Yeah. Number five, simple. He's just not interested. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you have any time frames? I'm just curious from your perspective. So many people ask questions like, how long do I give it? How long before I just assume he's not interested? Do you have any thoughts on that? I know obviously every situation is different. That's where getting some personalized coaching or support can be really helpful. But do you have a general rule? Like if you haven't heard from a man in X amount of days or weeks, it's a pretty yeah. good sign he's not interested? I think the first step is evaluating how often you like to be communicated to. So if you're, uh, you know, I need to be communicated daily or multiple times a day, or, you know, I'm super busy. I want to be communicated once every two days, once every three days. I mean, frankly, this should really line up with your partner. They should be in the same space you're in. So the folks that, you know, want to hear from their partner, that's what it should look like. And it should be consistent. And the folks that want to go two or three days because they've got some big job or they just are not you know, they don't want to have that many touch points. That should be your partner. If it feels off and even maybe you're just misaligned, maybe you're the person who wants touch points every day. And this person's like once every three days, it, maybe you guys can figure that out together and talk through it and be like, Hey, you know, this is what I like. And then see if they're amenable. But if they're like, oh, absolutely not, I'm not doing that, then maybe that's the wrong partnership. It's so true. Do you have any examples or maybe scripts that someone could say if they're in that situation where they maybe haven't had that conversation yet? Maybe they like daily communication and the other person, they're not sure what they like. And so they just kind of feel anxious that they don't hear from him that day. Is there something you would suggest a woman might say to a man she's dating or in a relationship with? and she's wanting more contact or wanting to let him know how much contact she likes? Yeah. I mean, I think the first step is to get curious and just um, when you're talking to the person, be like, so in between dates, like how often do you like to talk or text and see what they say? And then let's say you're a person at your built the level of intimacy, built the foundation where you want to be contacted every day. And he's like, oh, I like to every two or three days and you're not feeling it. Be like, oh, great. I understand. You know, me, I love to hear from my man daily. It would feel so good to hear from you, you know, every day. W what do you think about that? And see what they say. I think that's perfect. I'm so glad you gave that really specific example that... A woman could say, and you don't have to wait until a man pulls away to say something like that. That's actually a conversation that you could probably have early on. You might not say that on the very first date, but <laughs> I would imagine within the first few weeks of dating, it would be totally appropriate to say something like that. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, me as a man, when I start to like a woman, I want to know everything about what she prefers, you know, what she likes, because I'm trying to court her. So I constantly am asking her, like, how often do you like to hear from me between dates? Because I want to cater to to what she wants. Um, and, you know, of course, be true to myself. 
But once I know I really like her, then I want to, you know, show her that I'm putting in the effort. So I am always asking, hey, I had the best time on this date. How often would you like to hear from me in between dates? We've got something set up on Saturday, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, a woman should should ask. Um, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's great. I love this super straightforward approach. There's no games, no guessing or assuming what's going on. I think that's fantastic. So what can a woman do if she's in this situation where a man has dropped off or pulled away or she doesn't really know what's going on? I know you have some great things to say about that. Yeah. So I think this may feel like an emergency. And trust me, you know, the last few days when I was not hearing from my person, I was feeling that level of anxiety. But trust me, this is not an emergency. No one's bleeding. No one's dying. We're going to get to the bottom of this. So what I want you to do is just get yourself back to center and focus on yourself. Do this first. Um, Resist the urge to like immediately lean forward if you're coming from a place of urgency or lack. Does that make sense, Elena? Yeah, I think that's really important. It's so aligned with what I've been saying for years, right? Any action coming from a place of urgency or lack is always counterproductive. It always leads to more feelings of lack. If anyone's ever reached out to someone they were dating when they're coming from that anxious place or they're trying to get answers or they're trying to, you know, demand that the person get back to them usually doesn't turn out the way they were hoping for. So I love this advice to get back to center. And I really like what you said about this might feel like an emergency. I've never heard anyone talk about it in that way before. Is there anything else you want to say on that? sounds like you want people to take this out of the emergency category why is this not an emergency? Because I know it can really feel that way to a lot of women who are going through this. I mean, it all comes back to like, if you guys are meant to be together, you're going to be together. And if this person adores you and maybe they're dealing with one of the five issues, you know, maybe they're feeling vulnerable from something at work or, you know, maybe someone, a family member died, maybe they're busy with something Basically, you don't want to assume the worst. We're trying to build a foundation. Like imagine a 50-year marriage with this person. You want to give them the benefit of the doubt that something, there's a good reason for them not reaching out to you. And you want to be a good partner. And since this is causing maybe some anxiety, what you're going to do is just go have fun. Like if you were, if you're sitting on your couch, uh, you know, watching Netflix or on your phone scrolling Instagram, of course anxiety is going to roll. But if you were like, you know, going to a concert or hanging out with your friends or doing something fun, you're not even going to be thinking about it. So it's just a reminder of like, go have some fun. And then this thing's going to come back around. But also, you know, you do have the right to, to talk to this person at some point when you're not coming from, you know, what Helena's using the word lack. When you're not feeling lack, when you're feeling happy, you just got back from a concert, you're ecstatic and you're like, man, I'd love to share how much fun I just had with my partner. Then, you know, you can call them and talk to them. And then you can ask them like, what's happening if you want? Like, is everything okay? Just from a place of curiosity and and caring about them, not of like, oh my God, you didn't call me, but more of like, hey, you're awesome. You know, what's, what have you been up to? You just read my mind, actually. I was literally just <laughs> going to ask you, is it ever okay, in your opinion, 
to reach out to someone when you're in this situation where maybe you haven't had the conversation about your preferences around contact and the person you're dating just drops off. You haven't heard from him in a couple of days. Let's say they took your advice. They get back to center. They're having fun. They're not coming from a place of anxiety or urgency anymore. Would you recommend ever saying something in a situation like that? Or should a woman always lean back? I get that question all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, that's kind of the confusing part about the lean back advice at times, because mm-hmm. we do 100% want women leaning back, but we also want to empower women. And when a man's not treating you well, not when you're in the state of lack, but when you're feeling great about yourself, like you're entitled to call him out on his bullshit. Um, <laughs> and, and of course, you know, I, we'd prefer to do it in a nice way unless he's, you know, deserves to be called out on his bullshit. But if he's, you know, a good guy, then just coming at like, you know, if this is an amazing partnership and every moment's been great, except for this, then you can show up with like, what happened to me today? Like I just went and watched the U S national game at a, at a fan zone with thousands of people. And then, you know, I just want to call my partner and be like, Oh my God, I just had so much fun. Did you watch the game and blah, blah, blah. And then, Oh, what's been happening? Like we haven't talked in a few days and then you, you can chat about it. And see if there's, you know, what's happening. If they're just like, ah, you know, just been watching TV, haven't really been thinking about you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that, that's different than, oh, I've been busy with all this stuff. And if you're really feeling anxious, it, it, it is okay to, you know, are we still good? Are we still moving forward? Is everything fine? It's okay to check in. Like, I don't want people to feel like we're not allowed to, to ask these scary questions you can and you should. I completely agree. I'm so glad you said that because it's not like, okay, if you're leaning back, that means you're in your feminine. If you're leaning forward, that means you're in your masculine. That's a very superficial and in my opinion, inaccurate understanding of what feminine energy is. If you're coming from a place where you're not attached to the outcome at all, just like Mike said, like, hey, I'm at the game. This was so much fun. You know, I'm really enjoying my day. What are you up to? Completely different energy than trying to make something happen or even leaning back because you're trying to make something happen. If you're ignoring a guy back or leaning back because you're trying to affect him in some way, if you're trying to get him to contact you more or trying to make him feel a certain way, you're in your masculine energy anyway, because you're trying to make something happen. So it's not about if you're leaning forward or leaning back, it's all about where you're coming from. And if you're coming from a really aligned, empowered place where you're not attached to the outcome of any interaction you have with the man, because you know who you are and what you want and deserve, you can do anything, right? You can literally do whatever you want when you're coming from that place. That's my opinion, at least. Mike, what do you think about that? No, that's perfect. And mm-hmm. I think we shouldn't be attached to a man that's not coming forward so strong towards us and putting in so much effort and telling us how much he adores you and clearly showing it and you know, taking you on the dates, calling you, texting you, making you feel special. Well, the moment he's not calling, texting you is the moment you're just like, you know, just getting like turned off being like, well, I guess this guy's not that into me. So even if I'm into him like, it doesn't matter because the guy I want is so freaking into me. Like, that's what I'm looking for. And I'm not going to settle for less. So I'm becoming disinterested. And because I'm disinterested, I'm going to go spend time with my friends. I'm going to go do something else. 
if this guy does come back strong and makes an amazing effort, maybe I'll be really interested. But frankly, with this minimal effort, well, I got other things to do. That is so perfect. I love it. So basically, it's something I always say too. His lack of effort should ideally cause you to truly, authentically get bored and lose interest and make you want to just keep moving forward with your life. If he's interested, you're trusting that he's going to get back in touch. If not, you're not really worried about it. That's an incredibly attractive and magnetic place to come from. I think that's great. If anyone has any questions, comments, or experiences with this, let us know in the chat. I see a question from T Vocals 23 who says, how to weed out the players when you're dating? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this question, Mike. Yeah, so I have a two-pronged answer. And the first part won't weed them all out. So we've got to do both of them. But I, I, I really like doing the first part. So the first one is ask what they're looking for and why. Um, some players are going to lie about this. That's why this isn't bulletproof. Um, but, you know, the moment you catch them in a lie is the moment you're you're out of there because we're not going to date men that aren't uh, men of integrity. But I think a good amount of men are going to tell you. And, you know, the men that aren't looking for relationships will probably tell you something like that. But then the second part, is I want to see how these men behave and do they want to get to know you emotionally and physically? I mean, excuse me, do they want to explore you emotionally or do they want to explore you physically? If they're trying to get to know you emotionally, you're in good shape. Can I tell a quick story? Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to hear that. So I went on this date right after I, um, you know, I broke off my engagement and you were around during those times. Yeah, it was a long um, time ago. I remember. Long time ago. So I was in no place to date. Like, I don't even know why I was out there. Like, I, I had no business. But I went uh, to Hoboken, which is like a big drinking town. And this girl was beautiful that I'm on a date with, like smoking hot. And I'm like, man, this is nice. So, and she was a big drinker. And I was just relaxing. But all of a sudden, the drink started flowing. And we're having a great time. We're singing karaoke. And, you know, it's looking good for Mikey. <laughs> anyway, uh, apparently her roommate was, um, and I, I'm quite a bit younger at this point. So her roommate was on a date with some guy as well. And she's like, let's meet up with my roommate. And this is the first date, but I'm like, whatever. Cause like, you know, I'm not looking for anything serious. So what do I care? So we meet up and we're having a great time. All four of us, beautiful time. And now, my date says, you know, let's go back to my house. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And the guy, the other guy, Helena, they're both, you know, both the women want us to come back. The guy goes, uh, I'm not coming back. And I turned to him like, but you've never seen my neck turn so fast as this guy. <laughs> I'm like, what? What, dude? What are you saying? What are you doing over there? But yeah, this guy's like, you know, uh, you know, I got work tomorrow and I, I, I got to get home and get some sleep. And this confounded me. Um, so then I spoke to the man. I pulled him to the side and I said, you know, what's up? He's like, you know, I really like this woman. I need to get to know her to see if she can be my wife. So 
we're not there yet. Like I haven't figured out if she, you know, has the qualities to, to, to even be my girlfriend, let alone wife. So, you know, I just need to take her on another date at another time. And frankly, you know, I've got work tomorrow. So the reason I told that story is men that are looking for something serious, you know, they're not trying to kiss you on the first date. Or if they do, it's just, you know, a kiss goodbye and then they leave. They're not trying to push things physically. They're just really trying to explore you emotionally, not only like who you are, but why you are. And so at me at that point, like I was trying to explore physically. And so if you don't want a player, you don't want that guy, like see what his energy is showing you. Is he, you know, diving into you physically or emotionally? You can really see the distinction there. That's a great story. <laughs> One was looking for something serious and actually interested in his date. And and you were not at that place. So you were open to going back to her place. So interesting. I've actually never heard that story before in all the years of knowing you. So thank you for sharing that. And I really like what you said too. And in my opinion, it's not just players who say they're looking for something serious and they're lying. I think if someone's online dating, especially, you know, 95 plus percent of people you come across, of course, are going to say that they're looking for a relationship. That's likely why they're online dating. Of course, some people say they're just looking for something casual. And that's not what I'm talking about here. But just because a man or woman says that they're looking for a relationship, or they'd love to settle down and get married one day, doesn't mean that you're the person they're going to prioritize building a future with. I just think that's so important because people tend to hang on to someone's words, especially when they have strong feelings for them or they're getting attached and they ignore their actions. So someone might be hot and cold or inconsistent, but you're holding on to the fact that they said they're looking for a relationship. And just because they're, you know, in contact with you, they think, okay, you know, he's putting me in that category because that's what he said he's looking for ultimately. And that just isn't the case. So what I think you're saying mm. is watch their behavior. And I would say watch their consistent behavior over time before getting invested. What do you think mm. about that, Mike? Yes, that's so well said. You know, guy like a guy could be looking for a relationship, but for him to see you as a as the relationship, the one for him, he's got to see that the value's there. Like it's not just the physical, but the emotional connection. So he may never have built strong enough emotional connection with you. So he may opt to put you in a hookup but a bucket. Um, I'll never forget when our our friend Derek, uh, Helene and I's friend. It was like, yeah, I'm dating. Yeah, I'm looking for a relationship. But, you know, if I end up hooking up with them and they're not, you know, my girlfriend, but I get a, you know, sex, that's a decent <laughs> second prize. So that's how men think. They're like, yes, I'm looking for my wife. But if I get laid instead, that's not so bad. Hmm. So, you know, you and to Helena's point, it's all about how does he behave over time? So, you know, I have an acronym for this, EAT. And we want effort, attention, and then time, and then see if he eats, if he brings all this over, you know, a month, over six weeks, then you're in good shape. But if he can't maintain that consistency, you know, this guy's probably not that serious about you. I love that effort, attention, and time. I've actually never heard you share that before. So I think that's great, right? Men can be amazing for the first 
couple weeks or the first few dates, right? But that mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to stay consistent. So that's when it's helpful just to let the time go by, see what he does. Don't get invested, overly invested in anyone before they show you with their consistent behavior that they're serious about you and ready to move things forward. That will save you so much time, energy, and emotions. And it will definitely help weed out the players. So hopefully that was a helpful answer to your question. Any last parting words of wisdom on this topic, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I highlighted it heavily enough. But don't allow men to treat you poorly. When a man sees a woman not hold a high enough standard, he doesn't have respect for that woman. And so, and you got to do it in a nice way. You can't be a jerk about it. But, you know, from a male perspective, it is so sexy, a woman that has a standard and holds, and holds men accountable. And frankly, most of these standards are like never going to come up to a guy that really likes you. The guy that's right, you may have to say your standard like here and there, but the relationship should be so easy that you stating this stuff like doesn't come up that often, but just having in your head what you expect when that does show up, you'll be like, Oh, the Prince Charming's here. This is what I'm supposed to be getting. I don't have to say anything. This is perfect. I feel so good. That is so true. I hear from so many people who are just having these endless conversations over and over and over about their boundaries and standards. And you can tell that the other person in that situation just couldn't care less. It's like they've trained them that they don't have to take her seriously because she might have strong words for him, but she is just still there waiting for him. She's not going anywhere. And the other person knows that. So they know they can just treat her however they want. <laughs> She's going to mm. stick around. So I love that you mentioned that. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say on that? I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to jump in and say no, no, no. how what much you I said, agree with that. What you said was so freaking perfect. These Sometimes we're having these long conversations. Forget the conversations. Like once you're having it over and over again, Get rid of this partnership. Stop dealing with these conversations. Like mm -hmm. the right guy, he the moment you say something like, hey, it would feel nice if you did X, the right guy is going to jump all over that and do it. The wrong guy is going to be like, oh, my God, she's nagging. Oh, my God. Like I have to do more work. It wouldn't feel like work if he really liked you. He'd be ecstatic about it. So stop with those guys. There are guys out there that are wanting to do this stuff stop having these conversations over and over again get rid of those guys and move on to a better connection where the guy's ready to roll and get the work done and, and make you happy it's so true it just shouldn't be that hard with the right person it's incredibly easy and sure you might have to state a preference here or there but that's not going to be the whole undercurrent of your relationship so mm. i think that's so important mike would you like to recap these five reasons i see some people joining who may have not been here at the beginning yeah so he's not contacting you there's five you know here's five uh, reasons why he simply got busy with something, number one. Number two, something outside of the relationship has happened and he's feeling vulnerable. Number three, you did something that bothered him and he wants some time to think about it. Number four, he's trying to manipulate you. And five, he's not interested. Great. I love it. Thank you so much for that recap. Hopefully that was helpful for the people just joining us live. And how can people get a hold of you if they're interested in working with us or one of us? 
Yeah, I mean, Helena and I are freaking fired up to help some women <laughs> fall in love. And we're taking people on. Helena and I, we've got some other coaches as well. So if you're not sure what you need help with, we've got a whole team of people. Um, but if you're like, I love Helena, I want to work with her. Um, this is the only way to work with her is you set up a call with me and then I set you up with Helena. Um, if you're like, I don't know what I need or I want both of you, that's an option. Or I need a whole slew of help. You know, what other coaches do you have? Just set up the call and let's see, you know, what's possible. Um, but, you know, the some of the major stuff we're doing is just getting single people in a relationship using online dating or changing mindsets. Well, Helena is. She's able to get you in a place where you're just, you know, men are just flying at you. Um, I'm, you know, I don't know if Tom's listening to this, but back in the day when Helena was single, <laughs> I remember we would go out and um, we'd go to a bar and we'd hang out. And I'd be talking to Helena and then all of a sudden there'd be like five men around her and I would be pushed out of the circle. <laughs> and I'm like, where the hell did Helena go? And I just look and I'm like, oh, there's five men around her. That's the energy she brings. And that's the energy she teaches her clients, which, you know, is so magnetic. And that's why we're having such success is she's able to, to give you that energy and then I give you, I'm a systems guy. I'm a strategy guy. I give you a system to um, get a guy online. And, and I'm not like, here's the system. Good luck. The reason we're so successful is I hop into your online account. I use your password. I share my screen. I type everything for you, with you. I teach how to send messages. I send the messages for you. We don't let you fail because we do the work with you. Um, so we're dedicated to to getting our clients results. And if you want that level of service, uh, that's what we're here for. So sign up for a call and let's chat about it and make sure we can get this job done and get you the love of your life. And, uh, you know, so far we've had 15 marriages, zero divorces. So, you know, we do it right when we do it. Absolutely. We always have so much fun. And like Mike mentioned, this is the only way to work with me personally. I get private coaching requests pretty much every day. And I actually stopped coaching for many, many years, but Mike pulled me out of retirement as he likes to put it. And so the only way to work with me personally is through Mike and his team, the easy dating coach system, because like I said, at the beginning of this episode, he has the highest success rate in the entire country for getting his clients into relationships within about three to four months, I believe is the average, right, Mike? Yeah, three to four months, we uh, find a person for you. We started working with women in their 60s primarily, and we were having so much success. We've now opened it up to all age ranges. So it doesn't matter how old you are. You can absolutely have all kinds of men pursuing you, high-quality matches, and we can show you how to do it, right? Mm, well said. Yeah, just at a super high level, um, just so people understand what we're doing online, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. And it's, it's, it's mathematical. Um, I've been partnered with Match, OKCupid, Harmony for over 10 years. Um, so everything we do online is just based on their analytics. So it's not me guessing how to do it. It's based on, on science. Specifically, the system is we're going to message 50 guys, asking them to go on a date. I expect about 12 of them to say yes. And then from the 12, we pick one. And so uh, as you can imagine, from 12 options, picking one, that should be a pretty good option. 
And then we're going to repeat that process six to eight times. And what we found is most of the time that gets you your partner. So it, it's pretty easy. Just six to eight men you got to meet and you get a good guy and then we're done. So it's not, you know, you don't have to go on 50 dates. Uh, it should be not too many. And then uh, you got your guy and you give me a high five and we're done. <laughs> yeah, six to eight men, not 68 men, right? So you don't have to go on endless six dates. Eight, six yeah. Eight. <laughs> yeah, six, seven, eight, you know, sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more, but less than 10 usually. And obviously you have the system. So if it goes beyond that, then you'll know exactly what to do and we'll be there throughout the entire way. So that will be the first link in the description or episode details. If you're listening live, that's in the episode details right now. Maya says, thank you, Helena and Mike. Interesting topic today. You're so welcome. Thank you for tuning in. We know it's the day after Thanksgiving, so a lot of people might be busy today, but I'll get the replay of this posted very soon. I'm also going to include a link to download the Bullhorn podcast app. If you're listening to the replay and you'd like to join me for my live broadcasts, I go live every other week. It's totally free. My next one will be actually next Friday at a special time, 12 o'clock p.m. Pacific, which is 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern on December 2nd with Adrian Everhart. It will be my 100th episode. So we're going to have some fun giveaways. I'll make sure to include a link where everyone can join. And Mike, this was amazing. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to work with any of the ladies listening who are interested in diving deeper into their specific situation. And this was great. I hope we can do this again soon. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. Thank you. Always so much fun. Let's definitely do this again soon. And thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next time. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.